0: Hey there, you're listening to the Nourished Actor Podcast. Welcome to the Nourished Actor Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna Eshelman, a working actor based in New York City. This podcast is all about how to create a sustainable, healthy lifestyle, whether you're a creative, freelancer, or anything in between. Get ready to nourish your mind, body, and career. Welcome back everybody to the Nourished Actor Podcast. I've restarted this episode like five times, so hopefully this time's the right one. But thank you so much for joining me. We're on week 20 if you're listening in real time when this is released. It'll be released on Monday, July 22nd, which is my birthday. So if you want to give me the best birthday present ever you really should rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Really, really helpful. And that's the only thing I'm asking for my birthday from my friends. So if you wouldn't mind doing that, I would appreciate it. And then also subscribe wherever you listen. You can find the podcast on Google Play, Spotify, or iTunes. While we're here, might as well mention, you can find the podcast on Instagram at The Nourished Actor. That's where I post most of my stuff. And then also through the Buzzsprout sprout, website which is the and that's also where you can find the full show notes today. Before we get started, want to just say thank you to our sponsors, the Brown Bag Bread Bakery, my mom's baking business. If you let them know uh, in the comments section when you order that you found out about the bakery through the podcast, you actually get a freebie with your first order. And you can listen to more of my mom's story on episode 19, which actually just released last week. And so feel free to check that out. And thank you to our other sponsor, my Beauty Counter business. Beauty Counter is a safer skincare and personal product line. They make makeup, skincare, all sorts of stuff, baby stuff. And they're committed to creating safe, high-performing products. And when I say safe, I mean that they meticulously pick the ingredients they use. They triple test them to make sure that they don't have any contaminants, no harmful chemicals. They ban over 1,500 ingredients, most of which have been linked to really bad things like cancer and all sorts of crap. So if you're interested in learning more about beauty counter, feel free to message me on Instagram. I can definitely help you pick out products. And if you just want to learn more about the mission, it's actually a great way to build a business and make some extra money. So if you're interested in learning in the biz- about the business aspect of it, also let me know. I love to mentor people as a consultant. So if you want to support the podcast feel free to buy through my beauty counter link, which will be in the show notes. All right, let's dive right into today's podcast. So today's podcast episode is all about knowing your strengths and also challenging yourself to dive deeper into those strengths. I'll explain. So first of all, the tangible tip of the the day is to challenge yourself. And this can be used in pretty much any arena of your life. It can be used, obviously, in your career if you want to challenge yourself to try, for me, new music, a a different role, to try a new dance class, to learn a new skill. But it could also be just a small thing. It doesn't have to be huge. So challenging yourself can also just be like challenge yourself to eat an extra serving of veggies every day with your meals. It could be something like, you know, committing to getting in three workouts a week. It could be as small as taking five minutes a day to meditate. Whatever it is for you, challenge yourself and put some parameters around it. Now, here's the thing. When we challenge ourselves, there's actually a little bit of an air of whimsy, which is really, really powerful. And a challenge also can be like a game. So it keeps you engaged, keeps you excited about the future. If you just say that you're going to do something and you make it a very long-term goal without any parameters, well then guess what? The majority of people who do that don't actually achieve their goal because it was A, too big, B, too broad, and C, they didn't give themselves any chance to stop, check in, recalibrate, and then continue on. So if you wanna make a habit change and you wanna do something to challenge yourself, make it a shorter amount of time, try it for a couple of weeks, and then the big step that a lot of people don't do, check in. Check in. What worked? What didn't? If, for example, you're trying a new eating plan and you're constantly hungry, check in and see like, oh, maybe I'm not eating big enough meals. Maybe I should add in more protein. Maybe I do better on a lower carb diet. Whatever the case is, do a check in at the end of the parameters, right? And that's a big thing that I think when people do a long-term goal and it's very vague, they have no way of checking their progress and no way of checking in to see if what they're doing is actually serving them. So challenge yourself. And again, I suggest challenging yourself even in the smallest of ways because I think that when people get bored or if they feel like a little bit down in the dumps, it's probably because they haven't tried something new. They haven't switched up their routine in a while routine is great, consistency is great, but also challenging yourself and constantly being in a growth mindset is really, I think, what makes life rich. That's why we love vacations so much. They're something different. They're out of the blue. They're out of the norm, Um, and they're, again, a different flow than what we do in our normal life. So challenge yourself, and a great reason to challenge yourself is because if we always do what we're quote-unquote good at, and we never do something different or something that we don't have a skill in, well, then you never grow. You just stay stagnant. And that is why I think challenging yourself is so important. If you only do what you're good at, you'll never truly grow. Okay, today's deep dive is one that is a very personal one for me. Um, I'll kind of explain my my story around it, but I also just want to explain how you can use this in your daily life as well. So today's deep dive is all about knowing your strengths. It's such a hard word for me to say. I don't have a lisp, but the THS is just so hard. Strengths. Ugh. Anyway, know your strengths, know what you're good at, um, and know truly deep down what you're good at. So we'll talk about this in a second. First of all, know your strengths, know what you're good at, from the outside perspective. So this is a great thing to ask your spouse, to ask your friends, to ask people in your industry, what are you good at? What do people know you for? What are your calling cards, if you will? So for example, I'm gonna use me. I promise I'm not trying to compliment myself. It's just an easy way for me to kind of give you an idea. So for me, the things I get constantly told from my colleagues, from my spouse, is that I'm incredibly caring. I'm really sweet and kind, and I am very sensitive. Those are like a couple of things that I'm told a lot. And these are also very much included in my work life, in my acting life. And these are things that I know about myself, and I know that they are strengths in a lot of ways. They can also be weaknesses, but I'm going to focus on them being strengths right now. And those are things that people have told me. And then when it comes to my career, my work life, if I'm getting a little bit more into the quote unquote type business. So in in show business, you're oftentimes typed into certain roles, which means that you play certain roles really well. And that's what people look to you for. So for example, in shows, I oftentimes play the comic relief. I play a lot of sweet kind of dumb people. Um, On the flip side, I do play a lot of like smart, charming people. And then I also play a lot of sensitive people, whether it's funny or not. I will say I tend to lean towards comedy versus drama. Um, And those are just some things I know about my strengths in my work life. Now, those are all great to know. Put them in your pocket. Start really thinking about them. However, Big, however, and especially for my actors, but again, this could also be for like a teacher, you know, anybody, a lawyer, whatever. Know that these are only partial truths. This is only partially true. And I say that because outsiders only see a certain amount of yourself, And depending on what kind of person you are, maybe you only share a very small amount of yourself to others. Maybe you share a lot of yourself to others. Either way, nobody can truly know all of you except for you. I know. It's kind of a mind fuck. Only you knows the whole story. Only you know everything that you're capable of. And especially if you're someone who lives in a growth mindset, you know, You might not even know what you're fully capable of, but you know that you have more capacity to give. Things like that. So that is something that's interesting, especially for actors. We're told all the time, stay in your type, play to your strengths, all these things. But it's also part of your, I think, responsibilities as an actor is to push that envelope a little bit to show still based in truth, right? You want to make sure you're, you're basing these choices on truth for you. But for example, for me, you know, just because I play a lot of comedic roles doesn't mean I can't do a dramatic role. Doesn't mean I can't play a role that, again... From a type aspect, I'm actually quite right for, however, is in a drama, it's a little more serious, or maybe there's, you know, an added level of complexity to the role that I haven't done yet. That's not to say that because I haven't done it yet, my experience doesn't say it, doesn't mean I don't have the capacity to do it, right? So start digging in and knowing what do I really do well and what have I not been able to show people yet. I say show instead of prove. Some people will say like, "Oh, I'll prove you wrong. I'll show you I can play this role," and they come at it from a negative spin. And I don't do that. And the reason being is because, for me, when I if I say like, "Oh, I'm going to prove you to you that I can do this. I'm going to prove to you um, that you were wrong that I can play this," it's coming from a negative place, right? Almost like from a hateful place. Like a, it's coming from the assumption. That those other people don't think you can do this role or do this thing, whatever it is. And for me, I think that's kind of, again, it, it's kind of a harmful place to work from. And it also puts a lot of pressure on you to quote unquote succeed, whatever that fucking means. So I don't say that. The language I like to use is like, I will show this side of me that you don't know yet. So when I go in for a role that might not be like it might not be in my quote unquote type, or maybe it is in my type, but it's something I haven't played yet, I say to myself, I can't wait to show this side of myself to you, this side that you may not know yet, because it's coming from a more positive, neutral stance versus that negative proving of of self. And again, when you're proving yourself there's a lot of pressure to succeed, right? And especially if you're doing something that you don't do all the time, that you don't show all the time, you might not show to the best of your abilities, especially the first time around, okay? You need to practice showing off that side of yourself. You need to practice showing that you can do something that you don't do on the daily. Know your strengths and know what you can truly do. And What's interesting is you actually might surprise yourself, especially if you're going with the tangible tip of challenging yourself to do something new, to do a role that scares you or a role that you know could be in your wheelhouse if only you had X, Y, Z. You might surprise yourself at what you actually can do and what you're actually capable of because when you start challenging yourself and you start living in that world of uncomfortable you start to really get some growth and some progress. And you might say, Deanna, how do I know that I'm truly capable of doing it versus it just being a pipe dream of mine? Well, first of all, you don't know unless you try. So I always suggest trying. But also, something you can do if you're on the fence about something is to do a gut check. This is something I've started doing, and it's hard to get in tune with that intuition. But Really sitting with yourself and saying, can I do this? Do I have the capacities? What is in my way? What can I do to make myself more available to this? And know that if you're passionate and if you're excited about the work, especially as an actor, if you're excited about the role, if it fires you up, then you're probably meant or called to do it. If you're confident in your abilities, others will start to see and notice that this other side of you too is just as much in your wheelhouse as the roles that you readily play. And let me just tell you a little personal story because this is definitely something that I've been working on. I'm not going to tell you what I'm working on because it's... yeah, it's an audition, it's a long shot. Who knows if, if, ugh, Who knows if it will actually happen? But I, I saw a posting about an audition and about a role this role has been on my bucket list. I love this role. I love the music of this show. There's a lot going on. And I asked my voice coach, cause in, in my heart of hearts, I know I can play this role, but musically it's not what I normally do. Acting wise, it's kind of close to what I do, but not, it's not comedic. So I asked my coach, I said, Hey, is this in my wheelhouse? And he said right off the bat, like character, yes, acting abilities, totally, type-wise, like look, age, all that stuff, totally capable. He's like, music, let's see, right? And I said, okay, we're going in with an open mind, great. And we started working on the music, and I think we both were surprised, happily surprised by how good it was. And I'm not tooting my own horn because, like, it's a long shot for me to get this this role just like anybody else. But it's like when you go in with the idea of anything is possible, let's see, let's try it, go in with an open mind, you will surprise yourself by what you can do. And I am so fucking surprised by how much fun I'm having working on this music, how challenging it is but also how rewarding it is and what's interesting is of course I'm doing this for an audition to hopefully get a job but what's what's awesome about it is that it almost doesn't matter if I get the job or not I mean it never really matters what's what matters is that I show my truth in the room that I show them something about myself and then I get to share this art that moves me so much so I'm working on this, this music, working on this role that is quote-unquote out of my type, and it has just been awesome. And I will say, you should be working on stuff out of your comfort zone always right? Because just like we talked about with the challenge, if you only do things that you're quote-unquote good at or that is expected of you, well, then you'll never actually grow. You'll just continue to do the same stuff over and over again. And I think that's also why actors and performers and freelancers and artists get burnt out because they just continue to do what they're good at. They do what they're praised for. And of course, that might get you jobs, yes. (laughs) But it doesn't always bring artistic growth and, and artistic um, happiness, right? So know your strengths and you can, a couple of, let's go back through the things you can do. Ask your friends, ask your colleagues, ask your spouse, and then also look at your career trajectory or your career background and say, what are the constants? What do people tell me about that I'm good at? What do people expect of me? Start asking those questions. then deep dive, take a gut check, say, what can I actually do? What are some sides of myself that I know I can show in the future that I don't necessarily show now? What are some roles? What are some things I want to do in my career? Whatever that may be. What are some things that I want to do? And really check in as to why you want to do them. And then also, again, see if they are actually within your abilities. There are some things that are not within our abilities. For example. I love a couple of roles that are just not in my vocal capacity. I can never play AlphaBa, and I'm not being negative. I'm not like whatever. I am not an AlphaBa. I don't have that voice. I don't have that that character type isn't in my wheelhouse. And it's not that I don't have the capacity within. It's that I'm just not right for that. That isn't my truth. Again, take a, a gut check really know. You know If, like, deep down, if the role is tangible for you, and some roles are more on the outskirts than others, right? So, there are some that are like a little bit out of the comfort zone, but are still very much you, and then there's other ones that they're just on the edge of what you can do, but again, you should try it anyway because you don't know what growth can come out of that, and even if it just means that you've improved your vocals. You've improved your acting abilities even if it means like for example, if you're going for a job that's not in theater, uh, let's say like you're in an office, even if you go for that job that is really out of your reach, you never know. Maybe you bring something to the table that nobody else does. So, definitely do your best to really reach out and try things that scare you, that challenge you, but are still within your abilities, okay? And you don't have to know everything. So if you know that you're good for the majority but not everything, that's still good enough, right? People all the time tell me that they go in for job interviews and they say, yeah, I'm not a graphic designer, but I can do this, this, and this, and I think I'd be a good fit. And even though they don't have that one key piece of the puzzle, that's not to say that they're out of the running completely for that job. And same goes for theater, same goes for film, same goes for pretty much everything, right? So that's what I got today. Challenge yourself. When you're challenging yourself, make sure you have some parameters. Make sure after you complete the challenge to check in, whether you completed it or not, check in. See what worked, what didn't. And then if you do want to make it a full-time habit, again, kind of tweak it. Maybe do another four weeks if it's a four-week challenge. Um, and then eventually, once you find the perfect flow for you, you can hopefully make it a habit. And if it's something that You decide doesn't work for you or you don't really like it well then drop it it's fine but try a challenge again it'll be a really fantastic way for you to try something new and to grow and then the deep dive today know your strengths so really start thinking about what makes you special why um, do people want you around and what do you bring to the table in terms of your career And then start to stretch those boundaries. Really start thinking about how you can expand upon what you already know you do well. And really deep dive inside and see what do you want to do and can you actually do it. And be honest with yourself. It's not always going to be pretty. But I promise you're going to find that you can do so much more than meets the eye. Thank you guys again. Please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify for my birthday. I would love if every one of my friends went on iTunes and either gave me a review or a rating. A review would be awesome. And again, if you don't already listen and subscribe, subscribe on any of those channels I just mentioned. Follow me as well on The Nourished Actor on Instagram. And then if you want the full show notes, check out the actor.buzzsprout.com. I'm going to be making a Facebook page very soon for The Nourished Actor, so make sure you like that and follow along with all the updates there. Last but not least, thank you to our sponsors, The Brown Bag Bread Bakery. Once again, your first order, if you put in the comments that you found it through the podcast, you get a freebie. And last but not least... You can support my Beauty Counter business to support the podcast. My link is beautycounter.com slash Deanna Eshelman. More will be in the show notes. And with all my Beauty Counter orders this month, if you order through me, you'll get a free sample with every order from me personally. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back again next week with an interview. I can't wait to share with you. I hope you're doing okay in this hot, hot summer. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week.